now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. I'm happy to see uh, that you are not posting those um, radar animal searches when you have those vicious thunderstorms rolling. Oh over. my gosh, yeah. As we much. haven't had anything terrible in a while, but supposedly we're going to get some stuff later tonight. So there yeah. may be a radar animal safari tonight. There it is! You yeah. never know! You never know! Well, you, you can keep keep that radar tracking all the way through the northeast because I think it's going to mess up my Bronx Zoo trip. Yeah. Tonight, but you'll probably get some good storms and some fun colors. And it's probably going to knock out my dream of going to the Ron John Surf Shop in the morning over um, at its original location on the Jersey Boardwalk in Seaside and going over to Great Adventure because there's no way I'm going to Great Adventure in a thunderstorm. <laughs> it's not yeah. happening. No, that would not be fun. <laughs> Ron John Surf Shop always makes me think of driving on like any florida highway or interstate there's always those billboards and they look so 80s and early 90s like yes they're just literally just like little time capsules along the road you know who else enjoys a time capsule would be our guests hi welcome to butter and bacon where we discuss the good stuff of disney including ron john surf shop billboards which is all around disney but not in it due to the blessing of size And speaking of blessing of size, let's go over to Dean. Dean, how are you today? I'm feeling rather tall. And if you saw my photo on Twitter, my wife and I are both (laughs) 6'2". Yes, the wedding photo. The wedding photo where we appear to both be the same height. Despite the 13-inch difference? Yeah, about a foot and an inch. (laughs) Wow. That's uh, that's that's a, that's that's a bit, and uh, also a foot and an inch away is Amy because she's rather close on this couch. Hi, Amy. How are you? Well, hello, Polly, and I'm gonna need you to stop hogging the remote, share the popcorn, and <laughs> give me at least one pillow for my back. Hey, don't worry, that bucket's refillable for a dollar fifty. Hey. But the uh, buffalo popcorn goes on the bottom. Apparently. Followed, <laughs> followed by the flavor you don't order. Right. No matter what. <laughs> I would like sour cream. Okay, cheddar it is. Like what? <laughs> cheddar popcorn oh. sounds really good right it's, now, too. Oh, it was man. really good. Yeah, Paulie, why don't you and, pop up some of the flavored stuff? Come on. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do some of that. Um, and I got to tell you, the cheddar and the sour cream together sounds pretty good. Mmm, like a baked potato kind of. Yes, a baked potato where you can put butter. And bacon. And bacon. Yes, you can. Yes, yes. You want bacon on that potato. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that's... It's funny that, Amy, you uh, talked about the Ron John billboards is kind of reminding you of that 80s and 90s because our topic today that we wanted to talk about here around the couch is a um, kind of an old comfort for Walt Disney World fans going back to the 70s. And that is the Contemporary Resort. We thought we'd talk about that because it's really fresh on Dean's mind, having just returned from a wonderful land and sea vacation, and he stayed at the Contemporary. So, you know, we thought, we thought we'd talk a little bit about Contemporary's history, its place in Disney World lore, um, how it's changed kind of over the years, um, additions, subtractions, and, uh, and really go from there. So, you know, Dean is our resident resident. Why don't you take it away? 
Yeah, I mean, not only a place in Disney lore, but really in history, in world history, or U.S. history. So we'll, yes, we'll touch on a few right. things when it comes to the contemporary. But um, first off, I know, Paula, you have stayed at Bay Lake Tower. So I think we can fold that right into this conversation as well. Because while Disney will try to pump up their number of resorts and call that separate, in, in my brain, they just seem to go together. Although, uh, having now stayed there at the contemporary, I will say, I never felt... I don't want to say felt welcome. That sounds too strong. I never felt compelled that that was part of my resort to go over there. And I, I don't know how available it is to walk right into Bay Lake Tower. It, um, if you take the walkway that's up on four, I think it's on four, um, you actually won't be welcome at all because you need to have a magic band or a key card to open the door. Interesting. Um, so unless you're staying there, that's also how they keep people away from the lounge that's up on the roof. Um, you need to have a guest be able to give you access to get up there. You can go into the main entry door and, you know, the, the, um, the DVC resort part is shaped like the letter C if you're looking at it from the top. Right. And so the main entryway is kind of in the, um, the middle part of the C and you can walk right through to the pool, which is in the middle of the C. Wait a minute. Pool in the middle of the sea. Hmm. <laughs> sounds like sounds like a cruise that Amy should go on. No thanks. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you'll go to Bay Lake Tower sometime, and then you can say, "Hey, look, I'm in a pool in the middle of the sea." <laughs> well, I don't go. I don't go to the pools either. So ah, that's true. I could I could just go and like look at it and point at it and say, "I am next to the pool in the middle of the sea." <laughs> It's fantastic, but um, but I mean, Dean, to your point, it is very separate, distinct. But I, I agree with you. I, I see it as an extension of the contemporary. It doesn't have a restaurant of its own. It just has a lounge up at the top. I think if you get room service, it still gets run over from the contemporary. Um, so you know, it it definitely would not be able to stand alone as a resort. No, and and part of why I mention it is because you talked about the history and. As you look at the Contemporary Resort, obviously the A-frame is sort of the famous picture, the monorail running through it, but you had, back in the day, the North and South Garden Wing rooms. And where, it's kind of odd now, they have the South Garden Wing and the North Garden Wing no longer stands, uh, because that is where Bay Lake Tower is, and that all so got demolished. So just call it the Garden Wing. Yeah, it really should just be the Garden <laughs> Wing. It's, it's, it's bad outlining. <laughs> you can't have an it's A without a like B. We, yeah, it's kind of like we have two sizes, medium and large. Like, no, you don't have a medium. Yeah, I mean, it, you can't really be in the middle when there's not an, at least a third one there to talk about. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> right? it's, it's it's kind of funny, you know. It's they still do call it the South Wing, you know, the South you know South Garden Wing. When we were going to be staying there before our upgrade last trip, it, we had booked a room and it was picked off as the South Garden Wing. So, um, yeah, it really is to me, in in some sense, very much all one resort. They definitely share buses and transportation, all that kind of stuff. So I think we're okay to talk about it all together. But if you roll back. 45 plus years uh you know dvc itself wasn't even thought of for another 20 or 15 20 years so um certainly that was not an original building the rest of it however is very original as most people know the contemporaries are opened with walt disney world back in october of 71 and it's, it's kind of funny to me you know they, they talk about the whole pod construction and, and we can't get into the full history of all that but you guys have heard about the you know the it, it's stronger than a rumor because it was real that these rooms were going to be plug and play if you wanted to refurb the room, they'd actually take it out of the shell, put it back in. And, and that seems to be more popular and thought of for the Polynesian than the contemporary. Uh, but they were yeah. both actually designed that way. And uh, it, it, apparently, I guess, um, some of the steel beams settled and the room 
it was just not going to be efficient. Um, if you look at the way the Contemporary was designed, even back in the 70s, there was way too much uh, sort of lush foliage and decoration around the building. They were never going to get a crane in there and pull these rooms out. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, well, it, you know, it's one of those best laid plans because at the time, um, and you'll probably get into this, the, the rooms were constructed off-site. Right. They, they, and they were slid into place. So, again, strategy would be they could make new rooms off-site and truck them in and replace them one by one. Think about how much easier that is than shutting down an entire floor, putting up plastic sheeting, and doing all of that stuff where you can just slide a room in and out. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the concept was really smart in design, and it was also built that way because they needed to catch up on some of their timeline. They were yeah. actually running a bit behind, so by having a crew on-site doing the steel frame and building all of the you know, sort of outer architecture while people were doing room design and room layout and then those were gonna be able to be plugged in they obviously save time being able to build it that way and the only difference really in the polynesia is they stack the rooms instead of a slide-in technique but to my knowledge no room has ever been removed out of the build either building <laughs> so uh, it was a good idea you know they had u.s steel involved which is, is a pretty big name overall and you know the the whole design and everything was really brought together very, very quickly. And I, I point that out only because when you think about how long projects take nowadays, uh, the, the whole building of the Contemporary was actually pretty quick. So that uh, all opened up in October 71. And because of that aging, or how old it is, uh, the rooms at the Contemporary are actually quite enormous. Uh, have you guys ever stayed in, in the, um, the Contemporary proper? I have not. I have, but it has been at least 20 years ago, so I don't remember a whole lot about it. The, the rooms are obviously completely different as far as layout and decor and everything, but I have stayed there. Yeah, they've uh, and if you've stayed at the Polynesian, obviously the, the rooms are the same size, basically. You know, you're, you're talking in excess of 400 square feet for a hotel room. Mm -hmm. Which is a very, very good-sized room. There's no problem moving around that room. You need to bring a crib in. Um, you know, some of them do have two beds. Some of them have the pull-out couch with a king bed. Uh, the the room layout, I don't think that's changed much over the years, um, but the design certainly has, and they've been refreshed fa fairly recently. It's kind of an interesting idea because from the outside, the building looks like a contemporary version of 1970. And so some people that are critical of it think it just looks dated. But when you get in the actual rooms themselves, they are very modern in design. They're, if you've ever stayed in a W or you know, one of the more trendy uh, modern hotels, that's really what they're going for. And I think they do a pretty good job of accomplishing it. Now, the outer rooms, the garden rooms, actually have the exact same decor, same amenities, same layout, same everything as the A-frame. They're just in the outer rooms, or outer buildings, which if you look at those, I mean, they're... I don't want to be critical, but to me, they're kind of like a sad motel. <laughs> um, I walked in them when we were in, the, in there last month, and you know, the hallways feel a little bit narrow. They weren't particularly well lit. Uh, but once you get into the actual rooms, you're getting the exact same layout, design, and comfort that you do in the A-frame. So it is a good way to stay at the Contemporary for a little bit less money. Um, and if you want to spend time at the pool, I could argue that those rooms are actually even closer. That's interesting that you had that um, experience because when we stayed at the Polynesian a couple of years ago, I had the exact opposite reaction when it comes to the width of the hallways at the Poly. I felt like you could play hockey in there. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And, <laughs> and, and, and you know, sometimes lighting plays tricks on your eyes. 
So yep. maybe it really wasn't as narrow oh. as it felt to me. And the poly <laughs> is very dark compared to the contemporary. Yeah, it's it's possible. You know, maybe the um, maybe those hallways aren't as bad as, as I thought. But it didn't feel very welcoming going down the hallways in the outer buildings. And certainly when you're in the A-frame, you know, your hallway is kind of abruptly cut off because every <laughs> every floor has a balcony overlooking the fourth floor. Yes. Um, and so that layout, I think, is just so open air that you don't even notice the width. The only time you notice the width of the hallway is when your seven-year-old is running away from you because he wants to go check Chef Mickey's for the umpteenth yeah. time, and you're worried he's going to fall over the edge. Yes, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Not that I'm speaking from experience, but boy, no. you know, it's, <laughs> it is a little terrifying. I mean, they have a nice size guardrail, and, and you would hope anybody who's tall enough to get over that railing is smart enough to know that they shouldn't lean over that railing. <laughs> Right. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, it was something that I noticed at least going to the outer room that just thinking that those, um, those hallways felt a little bit odd to me. Uh, and from the outside, like as you look at those buildings, there is no decor on the building itself. It is very, you know, concrete. It is very not colorful. It's very, not very modern, which is ironic when the name of the resort is contemporary. Um, but they certainly make up for it with the way they decorate inside. Now, the, um, as we talk about Bay Lake Tower, obviously built much more recently, and I think probably a little bit more modern in design. You know, like you mentioned, it is shaped in the uh, letter C, which I think that curvature gives it a little bit more appeal than the very angular look of the A-frame building. Are the rooms curved on the inside? Yeah. So that plays both, right through. Both directions, yeah. How, how does that feel as you're going about your uh, your room then? It's actually kind of neat. We stayed at, um, the room that we had was an interior room, so we overlooked the pool in Bay Lake. Um, and it, it, it actually, the building is large enough um, that you don't notice the curve. It's not like one part of the room is four feet longer than the other. Um, it's very slight. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd say that maybe it's, maybe the difference between left and right is maybe a foot. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 you know, the window is just in, you know, a couple panels. So in and itself, the windows are straight, but they're kind of canted on an angle. I like that. I mean, that's, I have not been in those rooms yet. That, that sounds like a really interesting and kind of, uh, a feature that I would look forward to just to see a different style yeah. room. You know, I mean, it's nowhere near as um, obvious as if you were to stay at the Treehouse Villas over at Saratoga Springs, yeah, where yeah, the, yeah. the whole thing is an octagon, right. so every room is essentially triangular. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it no, that's, that's a neat layout. It gets tough to fit furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no, I, I like the way those are laid out. It's been years since I've been, probably eight years yeah. now, eight or nine years since I've been in one of those, but those are pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, it's, you notice it, but after a little bit, you don't notice it. Yeah, that that, no, that, that's fair. I could see that. So um, one of the reasons I point that out, too, is because with the A-frame, the, the stacking of the rooms and the way it looks from the outside is also apparent when you go out on your balcony. So as you look down, you can the, the, the dramatic slope of the building is really well felt, and it kind of plays into uh, a lot of the angles and perspectives that you get as you're taking in your view around the building. It just it kind of enhanced it for me. I almost felt like if I was Indiana Jones, I might try to slide down the building. Um, really, not <laughs> not encouraged. Yeah, on the outside, not not encouraged. <laughs> on the outside. Don't, 
uh, editor's note and legal team note, uh, please don't do that. Yes. Uh, um, but one thing that we've noticed around property, and, and we've talked about it at other resorts, are the renovations that's taking place. And we did a whole res- uh, podcast on this. Renovations taking place at the pools. So Grand Floridian's gotten theirs. It looks amazing. Polynesian's gotten theirs. It looks amazing. The contemporary has not. And that is, if I was going to start the pros and cons column, to me, the pool at the Contemporary is a little bit of a con. And I want to contrast that with the pool that's at Bay Lake Tower. So how would mm-hmm. you describe that, Polly? Uh, the pool at Bay Lake Tower is kind of that, um, you know, that, that early 2000s style freeform with some palm trees overlooking. And it has a nice central feature of a water slide. Um, to go into the main pool, that feature slide is probably two stories tall. Um, it's very family friendly, but there's a lot of water that comes out of it. Um, it's got the splash pad next to it, and it's also not too far away from the outdoor bar. So it's kind of that Disney, you know, I said it on our earlier podcast, um, the Saratoga Springs model of having a snack bar bar, a splash pad area, and then the pool with a nice feature slide. It's almost like they're doing that and recreating it for every one of the DVC resorts. So it fit it fits in perfectly in that center section. Um, the other thing that's unique about the Bay Lake Tower pool is there's a lot of shade because the tower is so tall. Right, yeah, that's a good point. So especially in the winter months, um, it can feel maybe even a little chilly, even though it's maybe in the upper 70s, middle 80s. Um, because when you're in the shade and you get a little bit of a breeze, um, that blows off of Bay Lake, um, you can, you can maybe need to be in the water, which is kept at its nice DVC 86 degrees. Just like the pool at Yo Pauly and Jay's house. Yes. And, uh, Mr. CT underscore Mickey underscore man, I believe. Yes. We, we do keep it at a balmy 86. It was 88 the other day. Thanks to the sun. I actually have the heater down at 84, but Mother Nature keeps taking over. <laughs> we, we've been traveling and doing all kinds of stuff in the weekends. I haven't been in my pool in three weeks. <laughs> but See, unlike me, I will probably close in about a month. If I remember correctly, Polly's pool stays open oh, well into October. October, yeah. yeah. I, it might be early October this year, but I must swim on my birthday, which is late September. Nice. So, um, as we talk about all these pools, I might argue that the feature pool at Yo Pauly NJ's has more character than the feature pool at the Contemporary. Uh, it, it's 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 a pool. There's nothing wrong with it. There's a nice slide. It's got decent you know speed and length to it. Uh, there is a barely functioning splash pad next to it. Uh, but seeing what the Bay Lake Tower offers, uh, to me, the pool area at the Contemporary is actually one of its negatives, and it's just. It's, it's ready for that refurb. It's probably has not changed in 40 plus years. Um, hopefully the water has, but the, um, the splash area hasn't because I'd say two out of every three of those nozzles were not functional. Oh, that's, yeah, and, you know, that's it's, it's disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing for the kids that want to get in there, that want to get splashed, want to get sprayed. You know, that, that, that part's kind of fun for, for the little guys. And even my son, who's seven, he wanted to get spend some time over there. You know, they don't have the big dump bucket uh, splasher like they do at the new splash areas that have been made. So I think it's coming. I would not be surprised to see their pool area closed down, much like the Wilderness Lodge did for an extensive period of time and get this renovation. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they offer, maybe access to the poly pool or something like that in the meantime, or poly and grand flow to try to spread out the the influx of people that'll do it. Hopefully they can just take a winter maybe and, and close it down when it's probably less used. 
Um, See, and that's interesting. I wonder if they could give access to the Bay Lake Tower pool because I got to tell you, at no point was everybody out. It, at no point were all the chairs used. At no point did the pool feel like there were a ton of people in it. Interesting. Yeah, and again, I'm, I'm not picking on the contemporary because it's it's got a lot of very strong positives, but to me, the pool is, is one of its biggest negatives. Um, but if we want to spin and talk a little bit more positive about this resort, let's talk a little bit about the dining that's offered. And mm-hmm. the Contemporary has dining that is a destination for people who are not staying at the Contemporary. There's no question about it. And that led to the hustle bustle that I talked about on my trip report. Uh, there are constantly people coming in and out of this resort. And if you are one who likes that... Whoa. What is that? That is a runaway lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> Illumination just started up. <laughs> Landscapers just got here just when we started recording. Well, yeah, so, that yeah. was the first time I heard it. Yeah, it yeah, they amazing. weren't they weren't loud until right there, and then all of a sudden, I, <laughs> I heard a tractor cow tip over. Don't <laughs> apologize. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you couldn't hear it. <laughs> the Beth Combs estate is getting trimmed up. Oh my it. goodness! Yeah, it's. Uh... Do you want me to go on mute for no, a minute? No, 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 it's fine. Okay. Are they, are they okay. mowing the bluegrass? You got you got a blue lawn out there? <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to get up and look. You don't know. You know, not for nothing. I, I put in um, Kentucky bluegrass in the little grass that I grew this, this spring. So it I, I, I highly recommend it. I feel very honored that you chose to put in an ode to me on your property. I did. I'm going to call it the Beth Combs Memorial Lawn. <laughs> Beth Combs. We're not dead. Wow, Memorial. <laughs> yeah, that was Beth a little harsh. Combs. People are going to ask me who Beth is. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, you've even got Ben Bowers all confused about it, too. He's like, wait, is that your... I love it. That is awesome. that your surname? Like, yeah. Is it like hyphenated, or... <laughs> yes. Yes. Oscar Beth. Creating international situations. Oscar oh Beth mari- married Donna Combs to become Amy Beth Combs. <laughs> no! <laughs> Stop! Ancestry.com is going to like be at your doorstep at any moment and be like, Stop confusing the genealogy of Kentuckians. No, you know who's going to show up at his doorstep. It'll be Sir. And we'll say, listen, sir, you're messing up the Kentucky <laughs> genealogy here. <laughs> no, Shout sir. Shout out to Kristen, little Diz fan, because she loves when I say sir. And um, what was the other thing that she... The other th- She loves the Darjeeling bit, and she loves when I say sir. And it's not a some- bit. <sighs> I know, right? We don't else. do bits. Well, we do bacon bits, but we don't we do, do that bacon anymore. bits, but we try. But people answer the phone when you call them in. There is something else. Oh, I think. Oh, we do like shave and a haircut, two bits. There was something else that I that I said that she particularly enjoyed, and she enjoys the Darjeeling impression that that Polly does. I I'll don't just know. be over here spinning my Darjeeling. <laughs> See, you haven't done that in a few I haven't. Episodes. It's been it a while. It hasn't come up. <laughs> I just feel like you've been... Um, it's got to be organic. Can you depriving. do... Can you do Kermit doing a British accent saying that? In honor of Ben. Hmm. 
That's one to work on. I will be over here. No. It's, that's tough. No. Maybe, you know, they actually need a voice of Kermit if you want to apply. I'll be over here sipping my Darjeeling. <laughs> but who was that? That was British Kermit. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was, that wasn't Bermit. <laughs> that was... Kermit? I don't know who that was. I'm glad that Ben will hear this after we meet. <laughs> <laughs> so he won't he won't push you into like Seven Seas Lagoon or Bay yes. Lake or no no World yeah. Showcase Lagoon. Amiel yes, pulls on we the meet raw, at Rosen raw. Crown for a pint of nothing pint of, he can get at home. Pint of harp. What would be hilarious is if he pushed you off the back of a friendship boat. That, that would not be hilarious. Across World Showcase Lagoon. And it would be like the worst episode ever of um, oh, what was the Hulk Hogan show? The, the Thunder, oh, Thunder Paradise. Paradise. It would be the worst episode of Thunder Paradise ever. No, I think it would be better if he was trying to push Polly off the boat, but Polly didn't actually fall off the boat, but he lost his hat. Yes. Oh, Polly Beth Combs. <laughs> References to Combs history. Man, would... he was—he was trying to <laughs> lean out and get that boat, that hat, and my mom was like, "You have a million of those at home. Don't worry about it. You can buy another hat." And he's all, "I almost got it. I was got it." And it's not like he could ever wear it again after being no. in that water. No, like, would you not, wear it? No, not in that water. No. We're all just, and I'm just like sitting there with my life vest on, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I'm just, I, you know, Dad's I'm, a going in. <laughs> I'm a little kid sitting there on the boat, like all nervous and like, like, what's going like, to happen? Dad, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, Dad. <laughs> Come back on the boat. Say where it's safe. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> drama. So much drama. Oh my Isn't gosh. it great how many times you've ridden all these great attractions at Walt Disney World and that's one of your strongest memories? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, but I think that gets to the point that's been brought up too. I mean, and, you know, even when we do these resort reviews, it's not necessarily the things that you're doing, it's who you're doing it with that really mm -hmm. imprint in your head. Amy's got that memory of Bay Lake singed in her brain. Oh yeah. And she will think of that every time... You know, whether consciously or unconsciously, every time she hears the term Bay Lake. And that's great. Well, and I think when you talk about the attractions, it's hard to, unless something unique happened during a particular ride, you're not going to, unless it's like maybe your first ride is the other thing you can think of. But the, the attraction's the same over and over again, even with different yep. experiences. But you have that unique experience of your dad dropping his hat in the lake, you know, or yeah. anything else crazy that's happened. That's the stuff that's sick for you. Yeah, and, and I don't have that experience, and that's great. I, lo I love being able to hear stories like that. Absolutely. So Amy's got that memory of Bay Lake, um, and one of the things that Contemporary has is sweeping views of Bay Lake. Um, but oddly enough, the restaurant that everybody is most famously connected to Contemporary, you really don't see Bay Lake. <laughs> no, you need to go outside and crane your head really hard around the, uh, the balcony to get a peek. Yeah. <laughs> Which, which always surprised me, but they got to put, put the kitchen somewhere. So I guess if everybody's there to see a view of the Magic Kingdom and Seven Seas Lagoon, yep, California Grill. <laughs> Dean, did you go up there this last trip? We did. We actually did our anniversary dinner up there. and um, oh, Happy anniversary to us. It's not each other or the same year. 
Right. But yeah, the, the California Grill is a place of much controversy a couple weeks ago because I'm pretty <laughs> sure you guys caught on to this. There was a release of the menu update and it looked like it had changed to a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> Which had everybody no. completely up in arms. Uh, so I will, uh, unless you, I'm sure you've heard by now, but let's clarify, the California Grill has not converted to a buffet restaurant. No, it was, uh, IT confirmed it was a glitch on their end um, of programming. They meant to type it in for another restaurant, and it ended up going to theirs. Yeah, and they And given the amount of restaurants with breakfast buffets, or dinner buffets, right. or lunch buffets, uh, any... at, you could, yeah, you could totally see it. Well, and I, th- I think, and I'm not 100% sure on this, I think on, like, uh, say, New Year's Eve, they've done a buffet yeah. up there before. Uh, well, I've heard that bre- uh, breakfast at times can be a buffet. Yeah, but they... they like, for occasions, right? yeah. The regular dinner menu is does feature all of those places that they mentioned in that buffet listing. There is a sushi bar and a wood-burning oven and grilled meats, but they're not a buffet. It's actually a pretty no. high-end uh, menu. Uh, the sushi here is very high-end and fantastic, albeit not your traditional sushi. Uh, and I do like the appetizers here quite a bit. Uh, this, this is a place where I would certainly feel comfortable going up here, ordering a couple of appetizers and a dessert, and never even touching the entrees. And that's not to say mm. the entrees are bad, but I know some folks are worried about the price point. And if you don't want to spend you know, 30 to $50 on an entree, feel comfortable going up there to split a fat flatbread uh, maybe grab another appetizer and split a dessert, and you'll have a reasonably priced meal. It'll be more than enough for you to eat, and then you get to enjoy those incredible views, not only of the fireworks, but really just looking around Orlando from that high up. It's it's, it's fantastic. No, that's neat. Amy, I'm sure you guys have been to the California Grill at some point over the years, maybe even before it was the California Grill. I have never eaten at California Grill, believe really? it or not. Wow. It's been there forever, and we've just never gotten up there. Hmm. I think that's that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, given how much you love Disney, I think you'd really enjoy it, if nothing else, for the views. Mm-hmm. It's just something that we've never done. Like, when you think about it, I've been going to Disney World for, like, over 35 years, and there's still so many things that I've never done there. No, that's, yeah. that's great, though. It's, you know, it's, it stays as something though, that you could do someday that's going to give you a new experience. Yeah. Now, something I know is not a new experience for you would be downstairs where you can get the buffet at Chef Mickey's. Chef Mickey's! Whip that napkin around, fling that sweet syrup all over (laughs) your table mix. Fling all of your crumbs. Get your bacon, get your butter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember on a WDW today. I remember hearing Mike Scopa talk about Chef Mickey, and he different said that Mike he was, Scopa. Yeah, Mike Scopa <laughs> from WDW today, and um, <laughs> they were talking about Chef Mickey's, and he said that he was dining there with someone one night, and the guy leaned over to him and said, "You know, I don't know how sanitary this is. <laughs> 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 I've never thought about it before, but it's true. Like they're like, wave your napkin, stand up and wave your napkin and dance. It's like imagine all the little crumbs." Stuff. There's like air yeah. flying around. <laughs> that same person has no compunction pressing the button for the elevator, though. Exactly. <laughs> There's a lot not sanitary at Chef Mickey's, and it goes well beyond There's the There's a lot not sanitary in the world. Yeah. <laughs> this is such a terrible start to our discussion. <laughs> Man, I, I love it that man, the characters are so fun and the kids they, are so excited. 
You know, I will say, I mean, I've eaten at my fair share and Amy's fair share and Dean's fair share of character breakfast, character meals. I, I, I think I'm, I think it's clear in my head that when it comes to, <laughs> pun intended, animated characters for a character meet, meet and greet buffet, Chef Mickey's has to be the most in character the characters are. Oh, yeah. They are fantastic. Mm-hmm. They are fantastic. No, it, it's great. And if you have members of your party that want to meet characters, and Paul, you said this a bunch of times, a character meal is a great way to do it. Because yes. if you added up how long it would take you to stay in line to visit with Mickey and then Minnie and then Goofy and then Donald you know, it's, and Pluto, it, it, you're going to... There's stick. a quarter of your day. Yeah, you're spending hours in line to do that. Or you spend <laughs> hundreds... <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a buffet dinner. Um, you know, breakfast a little cheaper well, the than... the kids is a lot less. It is. And uh, this is actually one of the places that if you are on the dining plan is a good value. Particularly at dinner, because dinner's more expensive. Uh, but yeah. I, we've only been... That might not be true. I think maybe I've done dinner here once. But we mostly go here for breakfast. And it's exactly for that reason. It's to meet the characters. Yep. Um, also, they have cool outfits on at Chef Mickey's. Yes, they yes. do. And it's not just like the standard, the standard usual attire that you may see in the park. This is like chef costumes, and they look yeah. really cute. Absolutely. Donald, Donald, and Goofy in particular are my favorites because, again, Donald is cooking without pants. <laughs> <laughs> and which wait, that's frowned upon. Uh, well, I strive to emulate that. But <laughs> Um, it, that is frowned upon by my wife. You don't know he's wearing a modified hairnet. You don't know that. Well, for his bottom. <laughs> you don't know that he, he doesn't have hair. He has feathers. You don't know that he's not wearing a feather net. Feather net. That's hypoallergenic. Um, and then Goofy because he's normally eight feet tall, and then he's got a chef hat on. Yeah, he's Don't really big. Don't be so down on Donald about his feathers. I said I liked it. Nice. Don't be so down. Very, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that joke was falling. <laughs> oh, it, it quacked me up. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to pay the bill for this one. <laughs> oh, how do we get out of this web? MAGA! <laughs> MAGA! <laughs> so down on him. <laughs> I love how she's laughing at her own joke. She's laughing joke. at her own joke, yeah. <laughs> Four excellent puns followed that, but she's all about her own joke. Oh my god! <laughs> She'll hear our puns when she hears the show. She's like, I didn't even know you guys said that. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm going to calm down because I have another good comment to make, though, about Chef Mickey. But first you have to stop giggling. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But you can see the monorail on either side of the restaurant, depending on where you're sitting. Like, I I think especially from, like, where the bars where you're getting your food out, I think you can definitely see the monorails from there. And that's really cool, especially for kids to be like, wow, I'm in the contemporary you know, the restaurant, like the, the hotel and the restaurant and everything are so cool anyway. And then you see the monorails going by above you, and it's just so neat. I, I, I do agree. It's it's a completely different experience from pulling up at the Floridian or the Poly. Because oh, yeah. I, I, you feel like you're entering a train station. It's neat. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't feel like you're going through the resort. 
it, from both angles, from being in Chef Mickey's or somewhere else on the concourse, or being on the monorail, entering that hotel tower is the neatest thing. Well, and we, transportation. we talked about it at Ohana, you know, where, where they do like the, uh, the coconut races and the hula dancing. Yeah. Just having the monorail come in and out of the resort is that additional feature that your kid can pay attention to when, you know, they've scarfed down two Mickey waffles and all they're waiting for are autographs. It's, yeah. a, it's just another function of entertainment that you have available that really, I mean, I sit there fascinated by it and I know my kid does too. Yeah. And you've seen it for years and years and years. Yeah. It, it, like Amy said, though, it, it really doesn't get old absolutely not it's so i don't know it's just so magical it just feels so disney it's one of those things that you'll just never get tired of it it is you never get tired of and it and it's funny because we're talking about a resort named contemporary and yet it has so many aspects that are what we consider classic disney it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah a great this is true this is true now, Amy, out at Disneyland, there is a monorail, and I know it does hit up s- at least some of the hotels, maybe just one. Can you expound on that a little bit for the, the Disney parks that are out west? Sure. So there are two monorail stations at the Disneyland Resort. There is One of the stations is inside of Tomorrowland, inside of Disneyland Park, and then... The other station is located in the downtown Disney area. Um, That used to be located actually in the Disneyland Hotel property. But when it was renovated and changed and they decided to go with the downtown Disney area, they uh, claimed some of that land that used to be Disneyland Hotel for downtown Disney. So now the station is downtown Disney. It's sort of next to like Rainforest Cafe and... um, Yeah, so the monorail does go through a resort there. It goes through the Grand Californian Hotel, but it doesn't go through the lobby. Like, it it just goes through the center of it. Now, if you're staying in a certain part of the hotel, you can look out your window and see it go by, but it doesn't go through an area where it goes into a building. Does that make okay. sense? Like, there's cut out holes for it to go through. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And the reason that I ask is, you know, Dean, like like you mentioned, I mean, we kind of attribute this to classic Disney. There is nothing more classic Disney than Disneyland. Right. I mean, that that's the blueprint. So I was kind of wondering if there was any correlation between the hotels that came after the Contemporary when it came to interfacing with the monorail. No, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a good compare and contrast because we think of the monorail much differently than they think about the monorail at Disneyland. Yeah, yep. Right. Yep, that's true. That's very true. So moving along our dining experience at the Contemporary, their grab-and-go place is called Contempo Cafe. And Yay! I like Contempo Cafe for the most part. They have sort of a, I don't know how to explain it, the... It's something new that I've seen, and I, and I think they do it at a couple of the grab-and-goes now. You go in, and you pick out your menu items, and you order it, and then you have to get some of it self-serve, and then some of it's brought to you. And, if and you're, it's on screen ordering. Yeah, and, and if you're a first-timer there, yeah. that can be a little bit off-putting. It's kind Good of confusing. Luck, yeah, they, they have <laughs> cast members there to help you, and you can order right at a cast member, um, which is fine. But I know like the first time we were there, we ordered our breakfast and we sat down and then some of our food came out <laughs> and so i asked the cast member I'm like oh my son's breakfast had like i can't remember what it was not like you know chocolate milk and some grapes with it oh yeah you can go ahead and grab that out of the, the booth out of the cooler 
I was yeah, like, oh, well, how would we have known that? Then she said, oh, the, right. usually the cast member at the register will let you know what you should grab and what will bring out to you. What you should go. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> some of it you grab, some of it you go and wait for. And so, you know, don't be afraid to use your voice and just ask, am I supposed to grab any of this? Because for the food offerings, I think, are actually pretty good there. Um, they but, actually, Yeah, they are, and the other thing it has going for it is really easy to get in and out of it. Absolutely. And uh, don't don't sleep on the flatbreads. The flatbreads are actually pretty good. They're they have a good. lot of different options there, and I think part of the reason why is because they do so many um, conventions and business type things at the, that are hosted at the Contemporary, and I think that's that's why the food offerings might be a lot better there than say the Grand Floridian counter service the gasparilla that's a great, that's a great point that is a great what is point. it gasparilla grill yep. and something or other yeah although the the um the, uh, is it the granny flow grill no there's there's another one it's not the gra- it's not the gasparilla grand floridian uh, cafe that one that that's one is really service. good that one has no it's not yeah it is grand floor grand cafe, is sit, cafe. Yeah, that's a sit down yeah you're thinking of the gasparilla grill am i yeah, that's the counter service. They only have one. And that's the place that, they, that you can eat outside or you can eat inside? Yeah. Yes, sir. Interesting. They have really good breakfast. You will find that out during... <laughs> check it out. I know this is coming out after. Oh, I, yes, I bet you saw that. Check, check it out there. last week, Polly. <laughs> yeah, check it out last week. You know, that's interesting. Is, is there a... Dur- <laughs> Don't you remember? Don't you remember? Oh, did you forget <laughs> already? You were just there. What's wrong with you? They, um, they have, I, if there's a direct, I wonder if there's a direct boat. I don't think there is to Grand Flow from the Wilderness Lodge. From the Wilderness no. Lodge, no. Unless you, pipe. Uh, well, no. I mean, we would just take the boat launch to the Magic Kingdom, walk off the dock, walk back on the dock, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get on another boat. I mean, you could captain your own ship. Uh I could. I could rent a float boat. Yeah. How strong of a swimmer are you? Um, I'm not going in that water, Miss Beth Combs. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, a- Amy, legal team has just informed me uh, we are not to encourage them to sl- swim in that water. When it does come to um, counter service in the, I'd say, the entire Magic Kingdom area um, for all meals, it, it might be the best one in that area. Amy disagrees. I disagree. Wow. Cap- Captain Cook. Aloha. Captain Cook's pork. Sandwich. But listen to me. Captain Cook's is not the easiest thing to get to. No, it's really not. This is quick. Yeah. It's That's quick what I'm good. saying. No, I, I'm, I, mm-hmm. Yes. I just wanted a reason to say Aloha Pork Sandwich. Of course. Um, you know, we uh, get Amy, Amy to smile speak. <laughs> I'll, 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 Aloha Pork Sandwich is <laughs> worth the trouble. It seriously is. But I'll, I'll take this time to mention a braised beef, braised beef grilled cheese. Uh, oh yeah, that caught. I didn't get it. I did get the blackened chicken flatbread, and that was really good. But the braised beef grilled cheese really caught my eye. Almost mm, ordered that, geez. and uh, you know, beef and cheese. I want I want someone to try that and tell me if it's good because it sounds really good. They <laughs> have a like... lot of options there that you can only find there as well. Like I've never heard of that at any other counter service. No, no agree. And yeah. it, it's it's not even one of those things where they have like um, you know like the gourmet hot dogs or the gourmet potatoes. Um, that, that, that sounds fantastic. Doesn't mm-hmm. it, uh, so as we continue along, I think one of the restaurants that I really want it to be consistent, and, and so far for me it hasn't been, is also at the Contemporary, and that's The Wave. 
Now, I'm a big fan of their breakfast. Uh, they, they've changed it a little bit over the years. They have a breakfast buffet as well as sit-down options. Um, I find most of the sit-down options, probably they went to the buffet and plated it for you because <laughs> the items that are offered are also available uh, on the buffet is you know the ones that are offered on the sit-down menu. But it's a really good breakfast. And, and again, it's one of those places where even if you're not staying at the Contemporary, if you can get yourself there in the morning, grab yourself a, a pretty decent breakfast with some great coffee. Uh, and you can get yourself right to Magic Kingdom. It's really easy. And I think that's why the dining options here are so popular. Because it's always can be considered a, a quick pit stop on your way to Magic Kingdom or Epcot for that matter. Uh, have you guys been to the way for any of your meals? Polly, have you? I always speak. To... I always speak first. I was letting you go. Oh, okay. I have not been to the Wave, but I have always wanted to go for that breakfast buffet. So maybe next time we go, whenever that is, we'll go over there. I'm just not a, a you know a, a big, huge, excited breakfast eater. You know, so it's it's kind of tough for me, especially when I like to you know go early in the morning to the parks to like eat a big meal and then go walk around. You know what I mean? Sometimes that's difficult. So maybe on a day when I'm going to, you know, start later in the parks, that would be better. But yeah, that, that buffet always sounds delicious. You might want to couple that with a colder time of year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So even, even if you don't sit down, if you don't want to go for the buffet, you know, some of their menu items are just a little bit different than you get anywhere else, like Florida Rock Shrimp Omelet, or the, they have sweet potato pancakes. So it, yeah. it's one of those things where you don't have to go down and, and gorge on the buffet, although I highly recommend it because it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> you know, show up at lunchtime. Instead of a regular burger, they have a bison burger. Yeah. Uh, they offer a corned yep. beef sandwich that other places don't really have. So uh, that's what I liked about it. Now, when these guys first opened, they were all about sustainable fish, you know, farm-to-plate to type stuff. Um, they had all local and, and organic and that kind of thing. I feel like they've drifted away from that a little bit, um, but they still do have some items that qualify for sort, sort of that for, uh, clean eating, if you will. Um, you know, again, it, it's a different menu. I don't know what its reputation is. I don't hear enough people talk about this one. So I think it's just kind of off to the side. They're never going to close this place. They might redesign it. But like Amy talked about, there's a lot of people, a lot of conventions, a lot of stuff that comes through this resort. They're always going to have something filling this spot. Although, didn't back in the day, wasn't this where the arcade was? Yeah, that's where the arcade was and the steakhouse That is where the Fiesta Fun Center and then yep. the Food and Fun Center. That is the former location. I obviously would prefer to have those. I was heartbroken when those went away. It also had a counter service restaurant, which was delightful. And I think that was also where the kids club was located for a while. It was like Mickey Mouse Club or like Mouseketeer Lounge or something like that. And also years ago, it had a movie theater. And I went there with my mom and saw Summer Magic starring Haley Mills. Summer Tragic. So, wow. Hey, it's called Summer Magic, so I won't have you disrespecting Haley Mills' legacy. Yeah. Me either. Okay. Okay. All right. Give some respect to Burl Ives. <laughs> Come on. Now I, now I want some iced tea. Um, we we went to the wave. Well, that's not iced. And I'll just sit over do there. Bur do Burl Ives. Oh, my goodness. I can't do Burl Ives. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Christmas time. 
I'll just be over here sipping my Darjeeling. <laughs> any any Burl Ives that I do is going to turn into the prospector that tells you to hold on to your hats and glasses from Big Spider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what I was going to say is uh, we have been to the Wave twice, both times for dinner. Um, I did notice the menu changes, but I have to call special attention to the desserts that they have. Um, Dean, we've discussed before, um, you know, since the advent of the dining plan, kind of the desserts have been a little bit more, um, shall we say, watered down (laughs) in their complexity and in their interest level. Um, When we went this uh, the last time to the Wave, they had a dessert trio, which they come out and it's kind of like when you're on the cruise. They bring out these small little pieces and you're like, really, this is all I get? (laughs) The flourless chocolate cake the size of my finger nearly filled me. Wow. <laughs> and then I still had I think there was a tiny like creme brulee with a um a like a fruit on top. And then the third one was um I think we got the apple tartlet. And it was it was a it was a trio, but it was you could choose from four. Oh nice. And I can't remember what the fourth one was. It might have been flan, which I just kept saying, Oh, flan. I'm not going to get flan. Forget the flan. You know, I just kept doing that. Um <laughs> like walking around with my everybody. fiance. Yes, my fiancé would like some flan. Um, but, yeah. Uh, it, it, the desserts are really good there. Yeah, they are, definitely. And, and again, a little bit of an interesting beer menu because they try to do that local organic type stuff. Yeah, they yeah they do the local Florida beers. Yep. Now, as you move away from there, the rest of what they offer at the Contemporary are essentially bars and lounges. They have their pool bar area, the sandbar. Um, and then, uh, you know, Paulie talked a little bit about... That's creative. <laughs> yeah, clever. Paulie talked a little bit about Top of, World, uh, top of the World Lounge up on top of uh, the DVC building. Uh, I was just going to mention the Outer Rim, which I think is a cool place to kind of just hang out and have a cocktail. It's right yeah. outside Chef Mickey's, uh, so you it will be noisy um, unless, it's not, oh, okay. unless it's not meal time. Um, but they, and I believe they still do, they always famously serve the monorail yellow which mm-hmm. was a favorite of most people for their drinks. Um, I wasn't a huge fan because it has coconut cream in it, and that's not my jam. Um, mm. But, you know, it's a rum-based fruit drink. It's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and people seem to enjoy those. And I believe that Top of the World Lounge has adopted that and made a couple of their own, like, monorail pink and monorail red drinks now. So it's not quite the classic that the monorail yellow beverage always was. That is interesting. the the other The other thing that I'll mention, um, because uh, I, it, we kind of went away from it in the natural flow of our conversation, um, I have eaten at the California Grill, but back when it was called Top of the World Restaurant. Right. So this is the mid '80s, and you know we had nice the carpenters. <laughs> I feel like I'm at the land. I feel like I'm at the land. But, um, you know, the, the views, the, you know, it's the same. The decor was very different. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, was, uh, it was what you would consider at the time. I mean, it, it was just a steakhouse, which we found, which my dad found funny because he preferred the steak at the Concourse Steakhouse, which used to be Cont- down on the Concourse. Right, where Contempo is now, essentially. Right. <laughs> so I've it's eaten like, there before, the Concourse Steakhouse. It was really good. East. Yeah, I remember that. So my dad was kind of like, he was a little disappointed. I'm paying a little bit more to sit up here and get a steak that's not as good as what I could have gotten downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) 
See, now, I, we almost went to Concourse our first trip, and then we were seeing it there, and we're like, oh, we definitely got to come back to this place. And by the time we went back, they had leveled it and were rebuilding the entire fourth floor. So I did miss out on the Concourse Steakhouse. So, Amy, I will not offer any opinion of a restaurant uh. to which I did not eat. So Sorry. when are we going to talk about the the shopping opportunities was, at the Contemporary Resort? That was going to be next, but I, I don't want to just dismiss past the sandbar only because Amy brought it up. And that's true. Um, you know, out at the sandbar, of course, it is a poolside bar, but it also does have some food offerings, and it's something that, again, I think they're a little bit more unique than most of the poolside restaurants offer. You know, of course, they have the burger and sandwiches and stuff like that, but then they have a roasted veggie and quinoa wrap. They have a carnitas plate, blackened chicken pita sandwich, and some pretty interesting-sounding mm. desserts. So it's one of those things where, you know, I had mentioned with my trip report, we wanted to spend more time at the resort and kind of have a bit of a resort stay vacation. This is a kind of a great place to run out if you're having poolside and grab a little lunch. Hmm. That does sound good. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm literally scanning their menu now as we're talking. You know, it's chili, mm. chili cheese dog, three cheese quesadilla, BLT wrap, you know, all sorts of good stuff. Uh, pasta salad, even anti-pasta salad, if you will, as as they <laughs> called it for some reason. They should sell that at Anti Gravity's. They should <laughs> totally be at Anti Gravity's. <laughs> it would make a lot more sense. But after oh. you've been poolside and you've had that delicious lunch, then you definitely have to do what Amy just suggested, and that's come in and go shopping. Oh, yeah. So, Amy, what is your favorite store among the stores? I would say, oh, my goodness, that's a hard choice. It's so hard because they have so many great places. Yeah, well, they used to have the Fantasia shop, which is now the arcade. That used to be my favorite was the, the old Fantasia shop. But now there are three shops. There's the place with, like, the food and stuff. What is the name of that? It's Fantasia something. Yeah, that they kind of adopted that name. It's not Fantasia Gardens. No, that, uh, no. that would be mini golf. Yeah, <laughs> right, it would. And that's the only thing that's popping in my head right now. But, but they right, have, like, food and stuff, and you yes. can get, like, you know, a few little, like, souvenir-type things. And... They have, like, weird things like board games. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then also there's, like, the main Fantasia shop, which is, like, out in the open, sort of, with, like, those walls they threw up and then you know and, and so it, it's got like a star wars section yep which is cool because the contemporary is kind of futuristic and they're like star wars is futuristic we'll put it here so even though it took the place a long long yeah. long ago <laughs> <laughs> far far away even yeah it's cool though like they have a big uh section where kids can buy plush animals they have a big section of that they also have a wide variety of pins available for purchase they have a lot of limited editions um they have them like in a glass case where you can see what's available and then you go to the counter and buy it um you can also buy dvc exclusive pins there and annual pass holder exclusive pins there where you have to like show your card yeah, that, yes. that's, that's the yes. store they that's the store they call Fantasia, and then the market when you're talking about is Fantasia Market. Market, there you go. very confusing. That's it. But yeah, they have vinyl mations. They have a lot of collectible stuff there, which is really cool. They have a really large selection of Magic Bands and Magic Band accessories there as well. Um, so yeah, that's a major store there. Is that the sort of open air one in the Grand Canyon Concourse? And then there's also. Um, Oh, what is it? BVS, BV Buena Vista. BVG. 
Bayview, BBG. Yeah, Bayview Gifts. <laughs> Bayview Gifts. I don't know why I call it Buena Vista. But yeah, um, Bayview Oh, everything's Gifts. Buena Vista. You're not wrong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like Buena Vista. But yeah, that's where you can get uh, swimwear and clothes for um, men, women, boys, girls. They also have a, like a candy counter there where you can get fudge and cookies and things like that. My mom and I always like to look at that. Um, they have some toys. They have like beach gear. Like if you need like a bucket and, and you know, a, a shovel and pail and like sand molds, you can get that <laughs> stuff there. It's super fun. Why are you laughing? It's fun. Because I'm picturing you with all those things. Right. Oh my gosh. She's got, yes. she's got her big there. sunglasses on and, and sunblock on her nose and walking Floaties. in. Yes. Walking no, in to get her sunblock float. on her nose. She's wearing zinc oxide. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just coated in it. I just, like, and bathed in it. Went out. That huge big hat. straw hat. One of those huge sombrero hats from the Mexico yes. Pavilion that, like, covers the whole of me. <laughs> well, she's not getting any sun right now. <laughs> I would fact, look awesome from, like, the top floor of the Contemporary. They'd be like, somebody left their hat on the beach. Can, it's can, me do you think... There. Do you think it's even possible for the there to be a single item on Disney property that has been put on and tried and never purchased than that giant sombrero? Oh my goodness. I have one of those actually. <gasps> you do? Yes. How did you get it home? <laughs> um I want to say I said that I put did it you on buy the plane, a seat? but I don't think I did. I think that was a trip when we drove and we just sat it on top of the luggage. I would think the Viking, the Viking hat in Norway is about the only thing that could come close. Yeah. Everybody tries yeah, that yeah, one yeah. on, takes a picture, oh, and leaves it there. Oh, that's a good point. That's mm-hmm. a good point. That's a good point. It's like the people that try out the back scratchers and leave, which is just... Ugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, but yeah, back to the shop. Back scratcher? Did you say back scratcher? I said back scratcher, sir. Oh, you. But you can also, <laughs> at, at Bayview Gifts, you can also get jewelry, like the Alex and Ani stuff. You can also um, sing ABC PVG. Oh East Coast goodness. Family. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Paul. And they have, they have <laughs> I understood your Motown Philly joke, okay? I it's understood. back again. For E to they the also B. Have and they will be at E to the B. I was just, <laughs> I was just letting our listeners know they're back again for E to the B this year. It ties in. <laughs> They're doing. The they have paintings. Coast. They have big figs. They have so now. They sell some Lily Pulitzer fashions. If you're into that, they sell all kinds of great stuff at, at Baby Gifts for all of your shopping needs. That might be my favorite. They also sell like kitchenware, salt and pepper shakers. Me too. The they have all the, so all many things. things. All the things that you need for your vacation at the contemporary. <laughs> no, if you're staying at Bay Lake Tower, you can totally use your salt and pepper shakers. They have aprons. I, mean, I will tell like... you that they, they do include salt and pepper. It's there Packets. and it's in effect. Yes. Nice. Nice. Oh nice. Spinderella cut it up one time. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I See, I can never get through anything with you guys. <laughs> oh, really? Because I'm trying <laughs> not to laugh. Is Polly singing in the background funny. while you try to talk? Is that what's going on? 
I sing very quietly now so yeah. that you guys can just keep going. I, I'm it's very so quiet about it now. To say goodbye to yesterday. Wow. That was beautiful. I'm moved. I'm moved. I'm going to need a moment. Okay, I'm back. I moved to get better re- reception. You you can also get Dooney and Burke handbags at Bayview Gifts. But not the Haunted Mansion one. I don't know. You might. I don't know. All I know is that they always have some there for sale. Some selection. I'm a of fan, them. by the way. I'm a fan. Of the Haunted Mansion? Well, yes, but also of Dooney and Burke. Oh, yeah, they have nice bags. They put my initials nice. all over everything. It's cool. <laughs> nice. That's a good excuse for your wife to that's, use. You know, I'm just, I'm just bragging about you. That's I'm what I tell. Him. Like, why, why my... would you buy like Coach or Michael Kors or these other? No, DB everywhere. That's what we want. Aww. Cute. Cuter thing. The shopping cheaper. is awesome, though. And there's also that arcade, like the new arcade. And, like, it's kind of dumb because they don't have the prizes you can earn anymore. I know. So it's, it's just like, go play it for fun. Not only but that, but they haven't, they haven't converted over all the signage. So some of them you still feel like you're going to win tickets out of. Mm-hmm. And there's I no know. tickets. We had a good time, though. We, we played I in still... that arcade. Yeah, I still love to go and play skee ball because there's not many places you can play skee ball like here. So <laughs> go all the way to Florida and like go to an arcade and play skee ball for a while. But it's still fun to me. I like the basketball one because I have this move that I do. I roll the ball and then I bank it off the side at the top and it will go in the one in the corner. So I used to make like mad tickets, mad points from that move because I would always get like the the very most valuable one that's in the corners. So I would do my bank shot each time with the basketball ski ball, and so then I would go with my points and get like Pez candy or something ridiculous. <laughs> like it was a total waste of money, but like it's so fun. How do you like, think James that's... Harden does it though? Oh, James Harden. He has to dribble off the clock for like twenty seconds first. <laughs> I'm, I'm just well, assuming, I'm, I'm it's, assuming it's, his friend will play in the one next to him, and he'll just take the ball out of his his machine too, and shoot all of them at his own basket. No, if it's Carmelo Anthony, how many jab steps is he doing? <laughs> Man, where where is the banana boat going to come together? And is James Harden going to be? Are they going to oh, like kick out James oh, Harden at some point? Oh, oh, James Harden jumping on the back and bouncing off the person. <laughs> His beard could be used as a yes. flotation device, maybe. <laughs> yes, in case of emergency, please use James Harden's beard. <laughs> so the last few features I would say are worth pointing out, and they're all in the pro column for me at the Contemporary. Would be obviously location. Uh, it's very quickly you can get to Magic Kingdom or Epcot. Your proximity to other resorts and dining, and that's beyond just the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian. It's also very quick over to say Wilderness Lodge if you want to spend some time there, or Fort Wilderness. Don't sleep on Hoopty Doo Review taking a boat getting there. And then of course, I think given that you have water on both sides of this building, is the watercraft and the water sports that you can do there. And this is one of the few places, I don't actually, I'm not sure there is anywhere else that you can parasail on property. 
Is this the only parasail location? Because we saw parasailing in Bay Lake for sure. I can't think of anywhere else. Yeah, and I'm not sure you can anywhere else. So certainly that's a big pro. It's, it's a, I you, don't you, think Hourglass Lake is big enough. No. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, you can, I think you can take fair, out. I think the ferry boats to and from the Magic Kingdom present a, a present uh, an seven obstacle seas lagoon. for parasailing. <laughs> what about Crescent Lake? What about Crescent Lake? You, you get a parasail right onto the boardwalk. That'd be sweet. <laughs> land, land up on top of the dolphin. Yes. On the fish. You're on the fish. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they got the water sprites and the other boats that you can get out. And, of course, as a feature on the water is the electric water pageant. Yay! Amy, that, that's got to make you happy because that's a classic. I love the electric water pageant. It's, it's amazing. It's incredible. You can see it from multiple places on Seven Seas Laguna Bay Lake, but that one is awesome back there on Bay Lake because you have a like a background for it is all dark really, so you're not gonna have like lights from any of the other resorts in the background or anything like that. So, oh, so cool! I love it. It's got to be the longest running Disney parade ever, right? I assume so. It, it qualifies as a parade to me. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I don't care if it happens on the water or the land. It's a parade, mm-hmm. and they pump in that music on the on the TV if you want to uh, yes. at uh, at Bay Lake Tower. But you don't need to. I say you don't you need to hear do. it through the window. <laughs> yes. So the water sports are cool. Do they still have the tennis courts? That's a good question. They used to have tennis I've, there. They used to have a, like a tennis pro. That now I'm picturing Dean and B-E-K-K-A Becca going out to play tennis in their whites. Yes. <laughs> Come with us, Becca. We shall now tennis together. They used no seriously. They used to have a tennis pro that they would advertise on um, on resort TV that you could go there and they would make a video of you playing tennis and they would say, you know, here's what you can improve on and here's how that you know here's how you're swinging your racket and all this stuff and that was cool. I don't know if they still do any of that or not or if they still even have tennis, but that always looked neat on resort TV years ago. My hunch is if they still have the courts, I doubt they have a pro to, to help you out anymore. But yeah, that, that's a good question. I'm gonna see yeah. if I can uh, you discuss among yourselves. Let me see if I can Google this. <laughs> Do you get the feeling that tennis as a vacation activity has fallen way off? Oh yeah. In, I never see even, anyone playing no. tennis. Like at Old Key West, they have tennis court availability. I never see anyone on them. Boardwalk. Ever. There's tennis that you walk right mm-hmm. past. I think in the three or four times we stayed there, I've seen one person playing. And when I say one person playing, it was literally a person practicing their serve. They Aww, weren't even playing that's tennis. Sad. Well, sad. I mean, but you know, I mean, if it's somebody that plays competitively, they just go out and keep it going. I've seen mm-hmm. more people running oh, by yeah, a no. factor of a thousand than playing tennis. Mm-hmm. There are There's also a really nice. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Really? <laughs> That's what I'm are they in the woods? I'm Googling. You know what? The tennis courts are on the other side of Bay Lake Tower. Oh. 
So they do still exist. They're just uh, a little bit far harder to get to. So it probably would have made a lot more sense when they still had the North Wing. They would have been yeah. Right yeah, right yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny. So we're going to build this tower, but we have to build it over here because we don't want to disrupt the tennis courts. So also with the contemporary, there are some business center offerings. Um, I'm not sure everything that they are, but I know that they offer things like probably like computer use and maybe fax. Facts, you know, receiving and sending and receiving and sending of packages and things like that. Doesn't that so sound so much something... more relevant like 15 years ago? Yeah. A lot of a lot of hotels still yeah, do offer that. And you're right. They do have a little business center. But it's like, yeah, I, I don't need your facts anymore. That's kind of, <laughs> it's a little Right. Passe. Well, because it is, it is partially like a, a convention sort of hotel. I mean, it is absolutely for Disney parks, yes. But there are also like... um trade like i don't want to say like trade shows but there's like conventions and, yeah, conventions. and things no, that there, go on there there, are. There, there was a convention going on while we were down there but it's funny the, Dolph, uh-huh. the dolphin gets such a negative review for having conventioneers there and yet i bet the contemporary holds you know nearly as many conventions on their property and for some reason it doesn't seem to bother people <laughs> right like i i've never really seen them out and about like on mass <laughs> you know at, at the contemporary so it's kind of interesting but i know that they're there because they have that schedule when you go into the lobby when you walk in and they have like the screens where they tell the schedules of things going on but somehow they're they're not as visible there as you would think they would be you know listening to people talk about the swan and the dolphin but yeah they do have the business center the huge convention center there if you need to look into that you can look it up on on disneyworld.com or contact your travel agent at adventures out there travel dean and becca passing it back to you dean flipping it right over to Polly for his final thoughts yay my, my final thoughts on the contemporary resort yes or <sighs> it's a lot of fun it's a lot of expense. <laughs> it's a lot of convenient to the Magic Kingdom. Um, but I, I, I enjoy it. Um, I might enjoy it a little bit more the way that Amy has enjoyed it as a place to go to to visit, not necessarily stay. No, I don't disagree with that. And, you know, we, we've talked about the little special characters will come out right before dinner. And those are all things you can enjoy, whether you are staying there or just there for a visit i definitely think much like going to see the wilderness lodge lobby the animal kingdom the contemporary itself just hanging out on floor four is definitely a destination outside the parks that anybody can go enjoy yeah and visiting other Mm -hmm. resorts while you're at walt disney world that is the good stuff this has been the good stuff thank you for listening to butter and bacon for personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon. Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice.
My dearest listener, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax. Let us pull up a chair as Bert et Bacon proudly present your outtakes. If you call, no, I don't want to call her. I want to add the group call. There we go. Helps if you hit the right buttons. It does. Hello. Hashtag Cleetfoot. You're joining the show. Oh. It's time um. to play the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight. Bum, 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 bum. It's time to put on makeup. It's, it's time, time to, to dress, dress up, up right. <laughs> Why can't Why we get we... things started? <laughs> <laughs> Dreams, those are nightmares. <laughs> I know that there is pain, but you hold oh. on for one more day. Break, break, free, break free from the chains. Baker of chains, they, they mother should, of dragons. They, they should show up for Food and Wine Festival. I know somebody's going to make you want to turn around and say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I can't wait. I get to ride that. One of I'm these not times, trying I'm to in... interrupt you guys. No, I'm no, not no. trying to interrupt. Can you hear the, the grasping mode no. on the scent? No, but I heard a lot of clicking. That was me. Oh, I, was I have my microphone oh. pulled out, so it's not me. No, I can it, hear that... it, too, so it must be Polly. Yeah, that 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 was me, and it's because I know none of this is going to make the show. And you know what else is a time, time capsule? Oh, God. Oh! <laughs> It wasn't me this time. Yay! <laughs> Damn, I'm doing it this time. Oh, terrible. I'm so excited. Good job, Amy. Oh, oh my goodness Let gracious. me start that again. Amy, can you give me a countdown, please? Three, two, THX. You know who else enjoys a nice time capsule from time to time? Is our listeners. A time capsule? I know! I <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't let you get away with that one. Oh, all right, Amy, you gave us the THS. Give us the Dolby surround sound version one now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the Dory version, not Dolby. <laughs> You know who else has the blessing of size? (laughs) 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 What? As as proven in a photo on Twitter, Polly, my wife and I are are both six two. There goes our rated for families listener. <laughs> I was oh, I trying thought to. You just meant he's tall. I was I trying. Yeah, really I was trying tall. to save that for you. That's what I meant. Holly, oh let me do it again. Gosh. Let me do it again. Oh, oh god. <laughs> Why did you say that about the family rating? I want to be because... fine. <laughs> you dumb baloney. 
That's me. Oh. Well, with us as always is, well, let's go with Dean first. Dean, how are you doing this afternoon? No, no, no. I like the other one better. <laughs> you really like the other one better? That was fun. All right. Trace Dawsona. Actually, uh, that. Yeah, and and I don't have that experience, and that's great. I, lo- I love being able to hear stories like that. Absolutely. Well, that have... is the good stuff. Oh wait, no. no. <laughs> Go ahead, make that. That's cut, the end. Cut, <laughs> We're not going to talk restaurants. Cut, cut, all, cut all of that to the end, and then we'll fill in with the restaurant that's stuff. That's true. Now. We can do that. Cross talk, cross talk, cross talk. Okay. Tell what they've won. Like like a Saturday Night Live bit, it always goes about thirty percent too long. I'm sorry. I was feeling the groove. You were totally feeling the groove. I was just price right. is right in myself all over here. I was just like, Woo. I have, I have a good segue. Go for it. Uh oh. And from Amy saying she likes the monorails. Yeah, just go right back into what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, are are you sure it's okay? Yep. Oh, so what what do you need me to start with? Where? Just start with start from the start. Polly, oh, you Polly, want a piece of my heart? Polly's blown. <laughs> Polly just blew through at 45 miles an hour, and then you were talking about the monorail. Oh, We're okay. traveling in the Grand Canyon Concord. Welcome to the Ticket and Transportation. Welcome to the Polynesian Resort. And... <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, go. And I have to pull. No, out... but I mean. Oh, good. <laughs> nope. Go ahead. I was going to try to pull it back. Go ahead. I was too, but no, I was going gonna... to loop it back. Yep. No, Three, two, one. Now, as you move away from there, the, the rest of the offerings at the California Grill are essentially lounges or pool bars. Um, but I will... Wait, stop. You said the rest of the offerings at the California Grill. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I was reading my... Sorry, I no, you did to good. make sure you didn't I, I'm, say that. I was reading down my screen to make sure I didn't miss any of the restaurants. Because <laughs> you know what? Got you me. know when we would catch that? While I'm editing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, now, is there some kind of... Yeah, like I, burgers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so they they the rest of what's there at the Cal at the, did it again. <laughs> the rest of what's there. <laughs> I just I looked up Three, at my screen. Three, two, one. Why yes, Amy. <laughs> bark, bark, bark. <laughs> bark, bark. Look at that. Don't be so Look. down on Donald in this <laughs> did, did you see that bump spike in set right there, though? That was pretty good. <sighs> that was great. Don't be so down on I love that she's still laughing about this. It's her own joke, and she's like dying over it. Jingle bell, jingle bam!